Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And we're going to cover a fun topic today that can be turned into a neato activity. Uh, And it can be practical, and it can be artistic, and it can be all sorts of stuff. And that is how to laminate your own fabric okay or any fabric your or own whatever fabric, i mean like, you have to yeah. own it you can't shouldn't steal it you shouldn't and then, <laughs> shouldn't then take it back to the yes. store <laughs> you shouldn't steal fabric and then laminate it it should be your or unless someone asks you to do it to their fabric them. with their permission so laminating fabric is the process of coating it with something we're going to discuss a product. It's called Heat and Bond Iron-On Vinyl. There, or there are lots of different like brands, so we'll link to some of those products in the show notes that you can see, you know, you can use them. But uh, we'll describe this process, and then I also want to talk about the lamination process that we used in uh, bookbinding in Paris. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a little, little different. So the first time, I can't remember how we got inspired to do this. You did. I know, Somehow. but I don't know what I was doing. What were you making? Like, were you trying to make something? I don't remember. I remember Catherine finally making a pencil case, but yes. what happened before yeah, that? I don't know what happened before that. <laughs> she actually made her fabric. like. Yes. And then, yeah. So this, what, what happens here is it's basically, you know, you got fabric or whatever, but then the, the product is a an iron on vinyl it is right. plastic that it's fused will, with heat yeah that right. will adhere to your fabric uh and make it shiny water resistant coated with plastic right, right? looks it, like those vinyl coated tablecloths yeah so there are there's th- there are things out there like oil cloth right and um like pul okay which is the polyurethane you know coated laminated right. stuff right that people use to make like diaper covers and all that jazz. You can buy the PUL fabric, and I would recommend that for certain projects where like this technique where you do it yourself is good for smaller scale things. Now, I do think that we had somebody who made like a raincoat. Yeah, for a kid. We did. Or we had somebody like that animated yeah. like oh, yardage. Mom, I know how this happened. Happened. Um, with a customer who came into the shop, and she'd done this, and it made me want to do it. Oh, okay. And then, I, okay, so what she did with her, with her kids was, 
that they took fabric and they splatter painted it. Uh huh. And they laminated it and made bags out of it. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a big thing for bags. Yeah, it's and a, you can do it for bags. You can do your inside or your outside or both. That's right, because it'll make it. So like if like a makeup bag that you know gets makeup in it and you you know makes it wipeable, easy to clean. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the. Uh, that inspired me, and what had happened a few years before is you had been sitting it on vacation with Catherine, right, with your first grandchild, Catherine, and drawing with crayons, right, and paper, right. You came up with this feathery, pretty design, yes. And then we had a teacher who was doing a lot of stuff about transferring photos to fabric, right. printing things right. onto like those printable fabric sheets, right, right. So then we did that with yours, and we right. had this sample laying around the shop. For, like, years, two, this, three years. The, no, it was longer than that, I swear. Yeah, because this, oh yeah, probably. this paper that you've drawn on with crayon is, it's like, curling up curling and up getting and old. The, and the <laughs> ends are looking like parchment or something. But the the fabric paper that we printed it right. out on was looking pretty crisp right. because it's back. it's backing right. had never been removed. Right. Looking good. But we were showing, hey, you know, you can scan this in or you can copy. And you can put in this product. Oh, I'm sure there are tons of names. We'll link to it in the show notes. This fabric paper where you put it into your printer. Right. The paper is fused. Or, or the fabric is like fused to a paper that will go through your printer. It makes it makes it printable. Right. You it can, makes it stiff like paper. You can do this yourself. Yes. You can like and put, we did do it ourselves. Yeah, yes. you can put like freezer paper on the back. Right. You can, you know, of course, fabric is printed on right. big, huge digital printers sometimes, right? right? They're so, bigger than your home printer, probably. Yes. So we had that, and then uh, this customer came in and and showed the bags, and I was like, oh my gosh, like. I can design my own like fabric. vinyl fabric, you know, and it would seal the the paint or the drawing in or the whatever, you know. So I took that drawing that you'd made and that we'd printed out on the fabric transfer paper and I laminated it. And I followed the instructions for laminating. And then I made a bag, but I, then I wrote a blog post because I think that I included a few more tips that I thought would be helpful. So things that are going to help you to use the iron-on vinyl to laminate your own fabric are an iron or a press. If you have a press, that can be super-duper helpful. And uh, also, Teflon pressing sheets. Yes. Right, have, Mom? Have to. Have to. Now, the iron-on vinyl company doesn't say that you have to, but we... Well, you know... Highly yeah, recommend it. Yeah, yes. I can't imagine that you would want to iron put an iron on the vinyl. Well, they don't. No, well, they, they have, have used the backing I mean, paper. they had the yeah. backing, but still... Mm-hmm. So, what we would do uh, to, to laminate the fabric, and we showed this in the... Uh, in the in the blog post that we'll link to is I would prep my fabric get it all ready cut it to the size I wanted because this laminating stuff's kind of expensive you don't want to be like laminating yards and yards and yards of stuff if you aren't going to use it you know and I'd lay down one Teflon pressing sheet onto my ironing board so there it is it's my protector it's my base lay my fabric down And then you peel away the vinyl from the backing that it comes on. You put it on there. And then you proceed to press it onto your fabric. 
And so this worked with the fabric that we designed, you know, that we'd, we'd drawn pictures and we printed it uh, on that printable fabric. And I also did it with just like regular quilting cotton, like some thinner stuff. And then I did other cool, cool things with it. Um, but the Teflon pressing sheets, getting two rather large Teflon pressing sheets can make your life with fusible stuff so much better, so much safer, oh, yeah. so much simpler, okay? Uh, so Ruin less things. So you're ironing that on. When you iron it on, what are your tips for ironing it on, Mom? You press. You don't go back and forth. You press down. And you follow the manufacturer's instructions. That's right. So they say to hold it for like so many. uh, Is it like on silk or something? I can't remember the setting. Well, there's a setting. And then they also say like hold it for 20 seconds at a time or something. I mean, whatever that manufacturer's instructions are, that's what should be followed. So talk about using a press with it. I mean. Yeah, we used a press, (laughs) which was wonderful because a press does a bigger area all at one time. You're not looking at any sort of marks from the iron you know it's a nice flat surface you don't see the holes of the iron or Mm -hmm. you know the edge of the iron so i love presses i mean i just love presses yes and um how many presses do we have do we have two or one no we only have one oh but it's a big one yes we have a big one so, uh, which is not really very big. What is it, 18 inches across or something? Yeah, about I mean, there are six, bigger. Yeah. Eight inches deep or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but there's nothing like them. And you, the pressure you get is amazing uh-huh. because it locks down and gives a pressure. So, an even. That's right. Uh, what a consistent. Right. Hard. Like, I would right. to say hard. So, anytime I fuse anything. Yeah. Which is not that often, really. But, <laughs> but but I use that. Yeah. So you can design your fabric or you can just get like normal fabric or whatever. And you can apply this laminating film to it. And Teflon pressing sheets are your friend. Just get two of the biggest ones you, always you can need find. need two of the biggest ones you can find. Two of the, and, and one, you know, one will work sometimes because you can just fold it over if you're in a small that's area. That's right. But... A lot of times you will need two. Yeah, so you want to make a sandwich. You want to make a sandwich. If you only have one, it's kind of like a hoagie, right? That's right. Or whatever, or a hot dog bun, okay? Uh, But you do, having those two layers can be so very helpful. And the fabric, with the products that I have used, that heat and bond iron-on vinyl, the fabric stays very flexible still. Yes, it's very pliable. It's not super stiff. It's not stiff. Um, yeah, and, like, I will even, you know, I'll have a little margin around my fabric that I've laminated, and, of course, that's down on the Teflon pressing sheet, on the Preflon testing sheet. (laughs) Teflon pressing sheet. (laughs) On the Teflon pressing sheet. I'll have it down there, and then when it cools, like, it's not, you would think that vinyl would, like, shrivel up or something, or what, it doesn't, it's really, it's really really cool. Um, so. Now, there are products from age old that were not as nice as that. Right. They've gotten better. Right. So then you have your basically your plastic coated fabric, and this can be for aesthetic reasons, or it can be for, like you said, uh, easy cleaning or, you know, whatever. But it is kind of neat because you can just draw on fabric with Sharpies, right? Absolutely. You can can go right on there, but then you need to heat set it or you want to protect it or whatever, and laminating is one way to do that. Well, 
you know, it makes great placemats. Placemats. Like well, and so what I want to do is take a break and come back and talk about sewing with your newly laminated fabric. Ah. Is that a good idea or good what? Yeah. Hey, Mom. Yeah? Um, you can feel free to compliment me. Oh, no. On, on what? On this. What? My feel free to compliment me enamel lapel pin. Oh, Mallory, every time that you hear something wrong, are you going to make a lapel pin about it? Maybe. Um, do you, do you want one? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, Isn't it teal? Yes, it's teal and pink, and you can get one by going to sewhere.com slash compliment. Just so you know, I'm not putting it on my lapel. It's going on my hat. Oh, it's going on your hat. It could be a hat pin, too. Okay. All right. So if you want to get in on the feel free to compliment me uh, in in on the club, go to sewhere.com slash compliment and order our very first sewhere.com lapel pin. Sewing out loud. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. What do you describe what you're looking at right now, Mom? I'm looking at Catherine five <laughs> years ago. So she would have been six. Oh, no. Seven. Seven. She's 12. Well, what uh, was that memory, though, five years ago this I year? I don't know. Yeah. You have like a screenshot of a Facebook memory. Yeah. I she don't looks know. about five or six. Yeah. She's not very old because look, look at her writing. You know, she probably just started school or something. So it's my it's my fabric, like on the back of her pencil case, so you can see it coming over the top. And then it's her fabric that she made to coordinate with it, and she wrote Catherine to make her pencil case. Yeah, so I think I taught a kid's class. And she has no te- front teeth. It's really cute. Yeah. This will be the featured photo of the podcast. I think I taught a kid's class where I gave the kids just eight and a half by 11 sheets of right. paper. I told them about where to put their name. Like, they needed a little guidance. we need to fold it over for the pencil case. Right. right. So the pencil case is going to get folded over, and, like, I'm pretty sure they wanted to see their name, right? So they got that uh, guidance there, and then they got to color on it with whatever, whatever medium. Right. And we copied it onto the fabric paper and then laminated it and right. made a bag out of it. So when you're working with this laminated fabric, something that's really nice about it is it won't fray after it's laminated. Right. So when you... So with laminated fabric that's plastic like that, do you put do you put <laughs> baby powder on your sewing machine, Mallory? No, I do not. You know, Mallory, is- do you ever put baby powder on your sewing machine? Nope. But 
didn't we see that like on sewing TV one time? We did. The only time you should put baby powder on a sewing machine is if you have a sewing machine tattooed on a part of your body <laughs> or you want to put baby powder, okay? How about that, Mom? That's you like good. that? You like, I that? like that? You like that one? That's okay. Right. So the anti we're not against chafing or anti chafing. Okay. We're and not, we're not we, against baby powder. And we're not against, against sewing, sewing on vinyl. And yeah. we're not against sewing machines. But we are against putting baby powder, talc, on your sewing machine. So for don't do many, that. many, many reasons. So we covered that in our sewing with lamp with a vinyl <laughs> podcast. It's a while back, but we did cover that. So when you sew with it, though, and especially with kids, it was really cool because we put in a zipper, but we didn't right. have to finish our the seams, edge, right? You know, uh, because your raw edge, your raw edge is is secured by the vinyl. Absolutely. So we then we laminated, like Mom said, according to the manufacturer's instructions. I'm pretty sure I just laminated this stuff for the kids with right. the press. I think that's what we did. Went so fast; it was great. So I needed two eight and a half by eleven pieces to make the pencil bag and we used your drawing that you made with Catherine on the back of her pencil case Uh but I think what I did with the other kids is we just made two copies Uh so you know uh, that's what we did and they basically they got to design their own fabric that's right and we put a zipper in flat okay so basically we made this like tube a tube right that had a zipper, zipper up the up side, side you right. know and then you kind of offset the zipper a little bit and sewed up the sides to right. da you could level up your pencil bag game by putting some buttonholes through it so it can go in a three ring binder yeah okay you can do that if you want to be real cool uh if kids still use pencils and use three ring binders i don't know <laughs> Yeah, right, Mom? really. Okay. Well, today it would be an, an iPad, iPad case. case. Yeah, that's yeah, what it would be. You're totally right. So, Actually, they do use pencils. I know they do. So when you are sewing with this vinyl stuff, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, vinyl or PUL, you got to use a Teflon foot. And Teflon feet are great. But on this project, with the kind of stitching we did, we actually, I guess there's top stitching around well, the zipper. You, but you were stitching on the back side of it. That's right. You don't always end up sewing onto the plastic right. part when you are sewing vinyl. Um, and in fact, I've run into a couple of projects like that where I was like, oh, I'm working with vinyl, but I actually never sew you on You never the, put the foot to the vinyl. To the vinyl. Right. But it will, it, it can, depending on the right. machine, it can get you caught up that metal yep. will stick on that plastic and what about the feed dogs on the vinyl mallory um they can mark it up yes and do you use tissue paper no why not because tissue paper can get all broken up and eaten up that's, down in your bobbin right. system and it's better just to use some printer paper that's right or tearaway stabilizer we say no tissue paper used yeah. in your sewing machine no, when no, that needle, no. When that needle pierces printer if, paper. If, you, if everyone will take a moment and think, there yeah. is no product made out of tissue paper that they tell you to sew on with your sewing machine. Even people who paper pattern people. Tissue piece. fit, quote right. unquote. Yeah. Well, no, no. Like on the sewing where you oh, do the, oh, the pattern, paper piecing. Paper piecing. It is not tissue paper. And tissue fitting, that's not like wrapping tissue paper either it's like a thin paper that's right so the wrapping tissue paper is very fibrous it's very fibrous it's very flaky and it uh will get in your bobbin system yeah so you just use normal paper but once again i just want to say and keep that and that 
baby powder away from your bobbin mechanism. But once again, I've also had the experience where I'm like, oh, I could use paper under here to make it slide along my feed dogs. And then I end up never putting the vinyl down. Or you know what else you can use, Mallory? What? You can use low tech painter's tape. Oh, put it under there. And you, right. And Mm -hmm. then it stays right, you know, right where your seam line is. And then it usually pops right up. Yeah. You've perforated and it'll come right off. Right. So those, those don't leave it on there for a long time. Take it right off. Those are all your options. I think we did top stitch over that zipper, but I will say this stuff, it ended up being so pretty smooth. It was so smooth. Yeah. Yeah, It Mm -hmm. wasn't. And maybe it's because it wasn't, and it wasn't trying to rubbery, go... I guess, what I want to say, like tacky. It was smooth and and, yeah. and, and slick. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't also catching up with the feed dogs, right, right. like you said. So a Teflon foot, though, can help you. And a Teflon foot is actually coated with a nonstick coating on the body. Right. If you don't have a you. Teflon foot, you can take a piece of um, cellophane tape to the bottom of the foot. And that will give you sometimes a slicker surface be- and, and that can help. But a Teflon foot to have in your barrage of uh, barrage. <laughs> of tools is not a bad idea. Your armory. Yeah, your armory. Teflon your feet. Your arsenal. Yeah, Teflon feet will help you get over sequins. Oh, lots and leather. of stuff. Leather. leather. Lots of any. I've yeah. had more problems. Or those fabrics that have like the rubber designs on, on them. them. You know, yeah. it, it's almost rubbery. I've had more trouble. It's latex, I guess. I've had more trouble with leather. Yes. Kind of like sticking yeah. to my machine mm-hmm. than, than vinyl, I guess, just in what I've made. But I did want to say you said to put the cellophane tape on the bottom of the foot. So you take your foot, you turn it upside down, you put the cellophane tape on, and you kind of pierce out where your needle will right, go through the right. foot. Make the make sure you have a hole where you're... Yeah. You're, you're, and you can leave right. that on there. Take it off as soon as you can, though. You don't want it right. to stay on and get gummy, right? Yeah, if it gets gummy, you're going to have to take some acetone and clean it off. Now, if you have Acetone a, or alcohol? Well, if you... If you have a plastic foot, you better use alcohol. Right. Yeah. Yes. If you have a metal foot, you can use acetone. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you maybe want to use a Teflon foot. You also want to use a little bit of a longer stitch length on this stuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'd probably use a four most of the time. Yeah. Three and a half, four. I think a three and a half, four. Mm-hmm. Um, denim needle is nice. Mm-hmm. Or a Microtex needle. Denim needle is nice because it's Teflon coated. It's lubricated, yeah. Yes. And um, a micro needle is very sharp and pierces very very easily i wanted to go back to stitch length because i think it was lisa who you know she like chose a stretch stitch on her machine uh-huh. for something you know and it made her fabric wave and we were like oh you know lengthen the stitch she's like oh well the, like the automatic you know the default or whatever right. it was two or 2.5 and i just kind of like I think that might be a, like, if, if a sewing machine manufacturer asked me about their automatic computerized uh-huh. electronic sewing machines, what should the default stitch length be on a straight, on a stretch stitch? A stretch stitch, I'd right. I'd say, hey, let's, let's bump this up from where it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm kind I of think, surprised it was 2.5. I think, I think that is, <laughs> now mom's walking over to our machine. <laughs> Yeah, like look at the lightning stitch or where whatever they call a stretch stitch, um, and see what it is. So, yeah, when you are working on something that's stretchy, or something that would maybe have a little trouble feeding through your machine. So we've talked about how like vinyl and leather they can actually like stick to the bed of your machine. That's why you're using a Teflon foot. That's why we talked about. Yeah, yeah. We'll come over here and talk into the microphone. Um, so. (laughs) 
<laughs> say say what you just yeah, said, it Mom. It is two point five on the machine. Now they may just use that too, as as a default. So you have it in your head that everything's a two point five. I know. Sort of. I but I don't um, think it's okay. So what should wrong. Lisa have done? Well, we ta- she, she should have tested. <laughs> That's right. Lisa should have done what I told her. She should have tested her stitch on a scrap piece of fabric first. And that is. Uh, there's those that test and those, and those that wish, who wish they, they had tested. Yes. yes. So um, there you go, Lisa. Um, <laughs> the longer stitch length can help, though, with some of those feeding issues. When I say longer, we're talking about default straight stitches tend to be about 2 or 2.5 millimeter stitch length. So yeah, 2 is really tiny. Bump yeah. that up. I've seen it, though. Yep. I've seen it on machines. I have, too. Bump that up. Use your Teflon foot. I actually quilted some laminated fabric i put my laminated yes i put my laminated fabric i just laid it on top of some annie soft and stable and then i went over to the baby lock sashiko machine and i made a diamond pattern right in my quilting and you know the sashiko machine is great for quilting on top of this type of thing because the foot actually like Kind of hops up. It hops up. Yeah. And it lifts up and then it's a, it's like a walking foot mechanism. Kind almost. of. Yeah. Like it's kind of stomps yeah. a little bit. So it worked great. So if you've got a Sashiko machine at home and you want to quilt on some laminated fabric, go for the gold. There you go. Uh, and I made like a planner, a cover out of it is what I did. And it was a lot of fun. So you can quilt on it. You can embroider it. Right. Yes. We made some robot applique designs that's right where they were done in the embroidery machine Uh and they were scraps right they were scraps of the laminated fabric and it was cool to use something shiny to make the robots so other appliques can work too and i think that a project that got that got developed in the shop was a little mug rug it was yes and i think because of course you could just wipe it off like in other words a baby-ish placemat well and what it was so a little placemat but there was it wasn't all laminated. There right. was just one little part, one little applique. So that was where you rested your spoon. Yes. Okay. So that was easy to wipe right. off. So it's like you stirred your coffee or your tea or your whatever. I, yeah, I think another thing we, we made were um, some sort of like like a little candy dish thing. Uh-huh. You know, it was. Um, I made some baskets. Yeah. That's yeah, that were laminated. Ta- yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, little little fabric baskets. Yeah. So it and I be... think we actually took a picture of some candy, like imprinted it on on. I, did we, we do that? We, do, we we took the labels off and laid them on the printer and copied them. That's what we did. We took labels off of little Hershey candies. Well, that's fun. Yeah, and made like and. I can't remember why. I don't we, remember yeah, that. We did. I, I believe you. Yeah, that I think sounds, you might have been in Europe when we were. Sounds doing like that. a really good idea. Yeah, but or like, it was fun. what about like colored candy wrappers? Right. Like how much right. fun that? Right. <laughs> okay, so it can really help oh, you. Oh, we oh have an God. idea. Oh, oh, no, 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 I'm like no, no, candy no, no. wrapper underwear. Yeah. Oh, not, wow. Maybe not laminated. I don't oh. know. Oh, but man, people talking about latex, making latex undies. Ooh, no. Yeah. No. Okay, not for me. Not for you. No. Ooh, ooh. Wouldn't that pull on stuff? <laughs> I think they get rid of all the stuff first. Okay. okay. Before they do the latex. Yeah. But well, ooh, ooh, I, ooh. But just think just about calm, sitting on latex. So just <laughs> calm down over just think there. think about sitting on latex. People are interested in latex wear for like parties and things like that. 
but latex really cannot be sewn. I don't want to go to that party. I do. Have you seen? They're really cool. Latex cannot be sewn. Latex is heated and glued yeah, it's together. Fused, right. Okay, you can't sew with it. So you so if you want though to mimic the look of something shiny, you know, and, and then slick maybe like that. that way the latex wouldn't be next to your Well, that's skin. true. You won't get quite the same look as latex, but laminating what a shame. laminating your own fabric. <laughs> wouldn't that be pity? I think I need to expose you to the world of latex, Mom. I know. I wear I've worn latex gloves, and that would be the <laughs> only place I would want to wear them. Okay. I'll, don't worry, everybody. James James was talking about his latex yeah. um, process, and I was so super um I'm not I don't engaged want, I just and curious. don't want latex on my butt. No one no. will make you do that. Okay. But if you are looking for that that look – Laminating your own fabric will make it more. If you're looking for that look, it's Mallory Donahue at sewhere.com. <laughs> it's not ZD. It's just Mallory. Oh, it's just it's Mallory. Sohere.com. It's Mallory. And it's not ZD. ZD won't answer those ZD's questions. ZD's not going to do it. She'll just say, don't know. So I've never made myself a very close fitting garment out of laminated fabric, but I have out of other stuff. But if you want that look of the shiny, of the, you know, laminated look or whatever this can be used for garments yeah you know you can make yes. it we talked about a yes. raincoat but you know you could make a bra out yes. of laminated fabric yes. and it could be super cool now it doesn't work as well on like 3d surface design stuff no it needs to be something smooth i mean when i say it doesn't work as well you can give it a try because if you laid lace over Another base fabric, fabric right. and you laminated it. Like something would happen there. I'm not exactly sure. What. Well, it will <laughs> you know? fuse, but you know, it's it's not. It's really not that thick. Like right. You know, it's a very fine, fine film. So experiment. Um, I think, and and why I brought up the quilting thing is because some people, you know, brought up that they want quilted laminated fabric. And I'm like, well, you have to laminate it first and then quilt it. You don't right. quilt things and then laminate right, it. Right, right, because it has, it's not yes. going to go in those little grooves and valleys and things. No, it won't. You won't not get well. it. well. Or what will happen is it will pucker later. Sure. Yeah. And, I mean, I can see someone making some kind of, like, fiber art where this is desirable. But right. for what we're talking about. Well, if you know, we're talking about functionality, yeah. it's not going to happen. Um, if you want that, that smooth look there. I did. I washed and dried it. And it didn't pucker on me right as long as it's not too hot i would just recommend not drying it okay like just to be completely safe you know yes and if you do dry it and it puckers or bubbles on you right this was applied with heat it can be damaged with heat anything can be damaged with heat though right absolutely Uh, especially plasticky things yes you know so keep that in mind as you launder and do your stuff and now i really want to make a laminated bra I think that would be so fun, like shiny bra, you know. So <laughs> design my own fabric, laminate it, make a bra out of it, okay. So mom's just looking off in the other direction like, okay, you know. <laughs> sure, Mal. Whatever. Yeah, follow, follow Whatever. your bliss, right? Okay, so you that's how you want to care for it. You should just be able to wash, wipe it. Right. Right, you know, right. and things like that. Now, if you really want to make seams watertight, there is a product. That you can go back. Yeah, you sew your seams, and then you apply this, like, seam sealant stuff. Right. And it's, when I say seam sealant, I don't mean, like, Fray Block 
I mean, it's like a tape. Yeah. That gets either fused it, down it's or more, glued. It's more, yeah. you know, vinyl. It would, like, make a tent seem yes. waterproof. Yes. Okay, like that kind of thing. Okay, so that's what we're talking about with that. Now, you might have a lot of trouble using this product or making a tent because it would take you a lot of pressing <laughs> also oh, like on but my bra make, i don't make need a it barbie it. tent <laughs> yeah on my bra i don't need it right mom like right. i don't need to Be seal my seams yeah. yeah like on your pencil bag you don't need to seal your seams so tell me about binding a book sure so i can't remember if we had laminated fabric before i went to paris or after do, what do you think? I can I, look at the... I don't know. I think it was after, but... I think it was after as well. But, like, I knew what the word lamination meant. So, well, that's or good. so I thought. Like, you know, I'd, I'd been in the public school system and seen my teachers, like, <laughs> laminate things. And, oh, teachers out there, I know we have a lot of them listening. I just know how much you love lamination. Well, I have things Yay. laminated, yes. Yes, it's fabulous. You know, it's like you did something and then you preserve it and it's all shiny, right? Right. And you cut it out. I used to help cut out laminated cards. I and, see. Right? So the lamination process, though, that we used, what she, you know, what she called it, lamination. So we all took our fabrics that we decided to use for the outside of our books. Right. And we basically painted a paste over them and put them on a board. Okay. And applied this paste uh-huh. and let it dry. Uh-huh. So it wasn't like vinyl this right. is like old school impregnating yeah. the fibers with something that would make it sturdier and more water resistant right right right, right. more durable in general I, I think it was like oh man i really wish i could was it like a polyurethane no, or a varnish no it was not it was like natural i think it had like flour in it or something oh, okay it like was it was lit- gluten when i say paste it was gluten yes and when i say paste that's what i mean it I, was gluten i'm sure i can look it up i have actually so let me tell you about oh, how mallory's father oh, felt okay. about her <laughs> laminating books in paris <laughs> on um our tuition payments so <laughs> we're not wealthy people but mallory thought we were mallory thought like we were the Rockefellers. So I'm going to Paris for a semester. Actually, no, I'm going to Paris for more than a semester because I'm going to go visit these people I know in Europe first. So Mallory's gone, I don't know, was it six months maybe? Eight or seven or something. Yeah, six, six, eight Long time. I don't know. But anyway, so we have to pay the bills while she's gone. And then uh, in order to keep her actually... um, enrolled in in school and get credit for this class in uh you know, at college right to, to so so Paris counts on you know the college back home we actually have to pay for a meal plan plan while she's gone my husband's like can we go over there and eat lunch yeah. you know but anyway because anyway they, they needed to make some money while she wasn't there right but we get a bill or some sort of whatever, you know, from this agency that has her over there in Paris. And it says, you know, ballet, that was bad enough, right? Okay, that we're paying all this money for her to take ballet in Paris. And then it says, book binding. <laughs> and he says, 
Oh my gosh! Do you know she's over there? Do you know what? Do you know how much this costs? Do you know that she's taking book binding? <laughs> and I'm like, talk to your daughter. I, you know, and he goes, she's taking book binding. He goes, how many people do you know out there are binding book by by hand? He just like. Hey, Mom, do you it, know that you were was, running a sewing machine dealership? It was just a shock. It was just a shock to him. He just, and because she wasn't here, I had to hear about it for like 30 hours. Um, Bookbinding is the bomb, okay? And I learned a lot. Well, especially uh, uh, if someone else is paying the bill. Yeah, it's really the bomb then. Uh, so, yeah, so that's... The lamination process, though, I still have the linen book that it was a, I laminated like this linen fabric. And so it feels a little bit like thicker and stiffer. It's starch. Yeah, it's starched. It's starched, starched. out the yin yang. And so I thought that was just an interesting, you know, this is what, lam- you know, there are different types of lamination. Well, laminate means you know? to layer things. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. It was. It's, it's just, a laminated countertop. Yes. You know, I mean. Yes. I yes. thought it was just interesting to get, and everybody just had a great time. My linen was sort of textured, so it wasn't quite as apparent as someone else's. I think someone used like a batik or a wax uh-huh, print. So it was real smooth. And it did look shiny. Right. You know, theirs oh, yeah, did sure. look sort of shiny. Not as shiny as like when you iron polyurethane on something. It, yeah. You know, yeah, but uh, that that is that is what happened. So anyway, you can laminate things all sorts of different ways. Um, and you can learn this if you pay a lot of money and go I'll to Europe. I'll link to my bookbinding <laughs> teacher studio in this podcast episode. Her name is Eloise Baya. And when I went back to Paris to uh, with Frank a few times right. and to that print and everything, I visited her studio. She's still there. She's she's making a living bookbinding uh, and paying for a Off studio. Off of us poor Americans. And <laughs> There you go. Uh, off of teaching college students and stuff. No, actually, some of the stuff she did, she would people would contract her to bind I'm art sure. books. Yeah, sure. And she would make the boxes for right. them, and it was just it was really cool. I bet what she did. And actually, I interviewed. I didn't interview. That's the wrong word. I inquired and. Uh, with a professional bookbinder who lives in the Hudson Valley in New York about interning there uh, that summer after, but I didn't end up doing that. Oh, I thought you were going we were gonna have to pay for box making or something. Yeah, oh, whatever. <laughs> so, so it it did open up a lot of a lot of uh, things for me. So anyway, laminating fabric. All right, uh, and then you don't sew the fabric onto the book in that type of bookbinding that I did with the linen. It's all glued. You it's know, all glued. It wasn't – I sewed the pages together. But anyway. All right. So that so is – So this is your venture into lamination. Into lamination. There's lots it of different can ways be fun. to do it. It really is fun with kids to – and they can, you know, to be able to make something like that or a little purse Yeah, or when they can take the ownership over it by yeah, like designing yeah, yeah, the yeah. fabric. Yeah. So cool. And they, you know, they just jump into it. They're not like you and I go, oh, what am I going to make? They just go for That's it. That's right. That's right. So this can be a fun activity to do. You can incorporate that laminated fabric into another project or make the whole project out of laminated fabric or whatever. And we have this really cute picture of Catherine that we'll get to share with you all. She's 12 now. but Yeah, she's, she's very old. Yeah, she's an old, old, old kid. Old, grown up, almost a she's teenager. taller than me. She's going to be a teenager this October. Yeah, taller than me. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. And you can find us on Instagram. 
at ZD's Sewing Studio or com. Everybody's going to know when we batch these episodes out. <laughs> uh, and you can sign up for our newsletter at sewhere.com slash love note. And email me at Mallory at SoHere.com if you have questions or concerns about your favorite sewing podcast. Take it away, Mom. We want you all to sew long and sew happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.